0: Hey, I had a really great time. I would love to do that again. So, give me a call back. Um, you never did call me to let me know you got in safely. So, I was just checking on you. Alright, call me back. Okay, I'm very confused. We went out, we had a good time. At least I thought we had a good time and now you dodging me. You're not answering my calls. That's real crazy to me. Call me back. Call me back. Call me back. Everybody, welcome back to the Save the Date podcast. This is the Healthy Dating Preservation podcast for millennials and anyone else who might need it. As usual, we are your hosts, Imani and Candace. Hey guys.
1: Hi. We're I'm back. To to call. Hold on. <coughs> okay. Could you hear it?
0: what yes i could hear that I it was not quiet at, at all
1: no you didn't yes i did can you what? hear me talking right now yes, yes. <laughs> What's this? what i can't believe you thought you did. <clears throat> I I didn't i wasn't going to hear it i thought ma'am. i covered up the microphone no ma'am you did not okay well y'all gonna have to excuse me i'm so sorry. <clears throat> my allergies have started to act up so if i start to cackle
0: <coughs> you got me coughing.
1: Contagious it all the way okay. over here.
0: Anyway, guys, we're back. Oh oh. And we're back with another topic as usual. Um, but also as usual, I am jumping the gun
1: because we have not done the pickup line. Yep, so here I am with that. Okay. <laughs> Pick up line of the week. Hey Mani, what you over there doing? What you mean,
0: what am I doing? I'm just mm-hmm. braiding my hair.
1: Oh, I can hear it's like Oh, you can hit. Oh, my bad. <laughs> my bad. Okay, pick up line of the week, Imani. I have the urge to consciously create a relationship with your str- with you, you stronger than <laughs> your fingers are after you twist your hair out, or twist out after your twist out. Wait, well, I gotta read this again. Sorry, because I got thrown out. <laughs> Imani, I have the urge to consciously. <laughs> Create a relationship with you stronger than your fingers are after your twist out. <laughs> 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 huh. That is the pickup money, uh pick up line straight from me, Money's DM.
0: <laughs> it was. It was right in my DMs and I was like, what? I thought it
1: was. I don't close. even think I I don't think I answered that DM. No, this was, at the time it was saying um that you still I had to, to, to accept it. it. Yep. <clears throat> I think I maybe that- I did. Oh, I did reply. I did reply to it. I thought the part about the, you know, the relationship, his urge to create a relationship was stronger than your fingers are after your twist out. And you got a lot of hair, so that's pretty strong. <laughs> <laughs> he has a Boy, desire damn. to get with you. That's my pickup line in the week, y'all. Use that on Natural Girls. My desire to connect is stronger than your fingers after a twist out. <clears throat>
0: My fingers don't even be strong after they twist out. They actually be hurting. Mine me. be
1: cramping. So that's all. Exactly. Like, uh, so I'm uh, like,
0: that's a that is a very weak relationship. Thank you very much. <laughs> I have. It's very painful
1: you know. <laughs> <thankful> and- <laughs> Right. Because my hands So about to yeah.
0: you want arthritis? That's what you're telling me. Carpal tunnel. Okay, bet.
1: I'm starting to think I have that. Like the carpal tunnel or arthritis? Arthritis. <laughs> I don't think you have. I don't got the little <laughs> knot. <clears throat> carpal tunnel. But I think I got it. No the little knot. knot the little knot on your wrist that you get when you got tunnel. You can have carpet. I thought you I thought that's how they know you got it, is because it's cause like that knot that comes on your wrist. I've never seen anybody who didn't have it. I actually have a little knot you on my might wrist. Be, <laughs> <laughs> you might be right. It's just <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's just the fact that you are dead serious about ha- not having a knot. Like, I know I ain't got carpet on I, I know not I ain't got it, because
1: I ain't got the big old knot. <laughs> <laughs> you are ridiculous. I got a little small one, though, so I might be getting I don't know. I've broken my wrist before. It's not fun at
0: all. I've never broken my wrist. My wrist, honestly, after years of typing, and, of course, I work in a job where a lot of what I do, I do from my phone. Mm-hmm. My wrists hurt all the time yeah my wrist so up. annoying
1: my wrist acts up and then like I am not I mean I just started braiding as everyone knows I really ain't I wasn't a big braider before I was about to say everyone didn't know Ooh. that when you started braiding when I braided my own oh when you hair. did your um you did your own box braids, yes. I forgot. So I ended up catching a hand cramp doing that. And now every time I even go to try to braid my hair, my the middle <laughs> your of my hand got PTSD. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, "Oh my god, I'm halfway through the first braid." <laughs> so now I'm paranoid cuz I want to rebraid my hair before I go to Mexico in April, but I'm scared that my hand going to crimp up like before I get to the front of my head.
0: Your hand is like, oh I no, I know how this like, goes. Nah, you ain't going. Listen, you were not up this there time, for buddy. hours. I'm not okay. doing that again. <laughs> <hand.
1: laughs> but because I did do my box of braids, I have figured out how to braid to my scalp now. So I am excited. Oh about that. shoot! The braids check I, You, you cornrows. Yeah, but they they are atrocious. But it don't matter. They are you braids. can do a good little crochet set now. Uh-huh. I, you know I, I have five braids straight to the back. Some look at rugs. you I was like okay I can get to my scalp
0: <laughs> I'm proud of you thank
1: you girl I'm about to start charging
0: uh uh-uh. uh <laughs> <laughs> and you better come wash them blow dry and with your hair straightened hello and with your
1: own gel and blow own dry it and it's gonna be bring all your stuff not, bring no hair, hair included. bring the comb and I no kids if they're not getting comb. a service and kids can't be in there cause they loud please eat before you come don't bring no drinks <laughs> in and you better not fall asleep in my chair <laughs> and you better help me braid your hair because this ain't no hotel right you better. i'm gonna start them and you braid them the rest you got to finish y'all. the end of the braid and that would be five hundred dollars for my time
0: right and if you late it's an extra 500 let me say you. this
1: you you know what i've grown so much for what i was gonna call these young ladies you people are <laughs> ridiculous for some of the requests y'all have about what if people go to hairdressers sometimes. Oh, my God. Surprise, surprise. Because they cannot do their own hair. So the (laughs) fact that y'all are requiring for them to wash, blow, dry, straighten, and and grease their own scalp before they get (laughs) to the hair appointment is crazy. First of all, y'all nasty because that's not even sanitary. Like, if they're going braids, okay, you might get a pass because sometimes y'all ain't got a license to do nothing but braid somebody's hair anyways. But a full-on hairstylist in a shop, you need to be washing these folks' hair, nasty.
0: They don't be in the shop. They be in um in their homes braiding the hair, which is fine. I'm talking My about people is- who are
1: going to a shop to get other styles outside of braids done. Oh, oh, oh! I yeah. think that's ridiculous to require somebody to come with their hair dry, washed, and blown out. Wash their yeah. hair, nasty.
0: I think, to be honest, as a person with natural hair. If you can't braid somebody's hair without it being flat ironed, you can't. You really can't braid. You can't you braid, braiding.
1: right. And you're if, not like, about
0: to put that heat on my hair to braid it.
1: Braids are a protective style. Like, right. why
0: would I put heat on my hair to put it in braids? Like, that's really stupid. I can see blowing it out. But it, honestly, if you can't make neat braids without
1: my hair being silky straight, I don't want you braiding my hair. Period. Because you don't know what you're doing. I will say I have learned my lesson. Um, When I did braid my hair, I didn't. I did let my hair air dry, but I didn't want to say I learned my lesson because I know I'm still learning how to braid, and I realized that because my hair curls at the second of a piece of of water coming near you, <laughs> that I have to tuck my hair better in the braids, and I braided my hair from it being air dried it wasn't blown out or nothing like that, so it did freeze up a lot faster but I agree if you got to straighten my hair. I don't want you braid my hair. My mom's been braiding my hair my whole life, and she ain't never flat-out my hair to braid it. That don't even make sense. Like, I saw a video like that with this girl straightening her, straightening somebody. And I also don't like people, the fact that somebody straight, I, I get that that's the new thing. now. You're not straightening my hair for no sleek ponytail.
0: No. You're not going well, to flat-out my hair. You're going to have to for mine because my hair is too thick.
1: Okay, but I don't, that whole, it's a, now, if you need to blow it out, fine flat ironing my whole head and then you about to put all this gel and crap in there? I don't like that. I don't like that. Maybe yeah, you're literally no going to have to.
0: Mine is not going to... It's not going to be sleek unless you do,
1: to be honest. <laughs> it just seems so... Ugh, all this stuff. I don't like a whole lot of gel in my hair anyways, though. The first time I ever got a donut, I was like, yeah, this is for ghetto girls and I'm never doing this again. <laughs> That's how I felt like the whole time I was sitting on <laughs> the drive. I had a donut. <laughs> The whole time the I was time. sitting under the dry, I was like, yeah, now I see why my mom never did this to my hair. This is so much black gel. My scalp was burning. I was like, this is too much. My hair don't do that.
0: One time, my auntie... So, I have an auntie. She's not my biological auntie, but, like, she um, she is someone... When my mom... When my parents moved to Louisville, her mom kind of, like, took my parents in. Mm-hmm. Her mom was older. So, I call her mom and my grandmother. And she's only, like, eight, nine years older than I am. But w- when she when <laughs> she was in high school <laughs> I was a little kid obviously she used to babysit me all the time mm-hmm. so she wanted to go to hair school and she used to like practice doing my hair and she would put it in ponytails and ball balls and all that
1: yes no well, one time
0: body. no one time she had taken a thing of black gel and gave me some finger <laughs> away <laughs> That's not even the funniest part. <laughs> the funniest, part,
1: <laughs> I guess
0: if I remember it, maybe I was like four or five.
1: I <laughs> know I wasn't that old at all,
0: because <laughs> my mama was pissed. But the funniest part is that I was hyped. Like, I was so bad. <laughs> you know, I was a little ghetto kid. I wanted finger waves so bad. I wanted to wear my hair like. Like, in those styles, I was just so grown. My mama, my, mama, my mama made me cry one time
1: because I wanted to wear a French roll.
0: <laughs> my mama wouldn't let me get a French roll because it was too grown. And I was like, oh, I hope Rishayla listens to this show. I was like, no, my friend Rishayla got a French roll. And she's in kindergarten with me. <laughs> <laughs> i wanted hard hair you
1: want so new uh, baby <laughs> okay oh my god i remember i, dancer, I think yeah. girl i remember it. i thought i could do i used to think i could do so much stuff like i thought i could pick a lock because i saw that on tv i used to pick broke the lock got whooped for that um <laughs> <laughs> I also thought for some reason I could do finger waves, so I kept begging my mama to let me let her finger wave her hair, and she's like, "Candice, when have you- you're seven? When have you ever had the time to learn how to finger wave?" I was like, "Mama, I promise you, I know how to finger wave, cause I thought like the con- I I mean, you take me to the shop with you all the time. I'm thinking the concept is in you. You stick your finger down, you do that little shuffle with the comb, Not and shuffle. you have a wave." So finally, my mama broke down. She was about my mama, Lord, Lord, my mama, she was a little, now that I think about, it, she wasn't a hood booger, but her <laughs> style might've been kind of hood used Cause She used to, she used to uh-huh. pineapple her hair. So. Yes. <laughs> With that little fish net it.
0: Go mama, he off, mom. You
1: was a whole bird. Anyway, so she was about to pineapple her hair anyway. So she was already, she knew she was about to be putting gel in it. So I'm like, mom, just let me finger wave your hair, girl. My oh, mama' cute. hair looked so nasty because I had <laughs> swooshed that gel around <laughs> so bad in her hair. <laughs> Thinking I was, I was like, "It's not working." I'm literally my index finger holding it down, just trying to like <laughs> trying was like, to curve it. Into stand up, mama. <laughs> it
0: was That's so... hilarious.
1: Oh, I really, I, I just knew, like, because she used to braid people's hair. I just knew, like, I was about to be open for business. Like, mama, i going to be braiding hair. My sister knew how to braid hair. She was nine, but she started braiding hair early. So, she, I was like, you know, everybody got their little thing, and I'm going to be popping on the finger waves at seven. I'm about to make bank. Girl, my dreams got killed real fast. And after that, I was like, I'm never trying anything on hair again. And so, I just started wearing my hair wild with a baseball hat on it. Oh, my God. I could not put my hair in a ponytail to save my life. I used to be in the bathroom breaking down because I could not (laughs) figure out the concept of putting my hair in a ponytail. (laughs) But it's true, though. Everything, so much would be still left out or the ponytail would be so loose that it just look a hot mess.
0: I'm telling you, it took me a minute. I started doing my hair pretty early, though. But I think it's well, I like the doing hair.
1: I I appreciate having the older because I feel like she caught on, thank God
0: for the both of us. Yeah, I think I was like eight or nine when I started trying to do my like actually knowing how to do stuff like putting my hair in a ponytail or whatever. It was a I was a little older before I really learned how to like shampoo and dry and like style my hair. Mm-hmm. But I was doing my hair like daily, like for school and stuff. Probably mm-hmm. by the time I was at least nine or ten.
1: My, by the time my sister was nine, <clears> <throat> she was doing mine and hers, and I am so grateful because my stepdad, my, that's my daddy, I love him to death. Who? But he used to be so <laughs> awful at it. Like I remember he tried. He could grease girl. He could grease a scalp, and he was so tough. He your scalp was getting greased. If he had to do your hair, scalp you getting scalp. even if you just got your scalp greased, scalp was getting greased. And so, like, he did mine and my sister hair one day because my mom, she worked nights and she was getting off late. So, he was like, uh, well, guess I got to try to do y'all hair. And he put, like, in in my hair, he had, like, a, a braid in the front, a plait. Let me yes. be clear what type of braid it was. A plait in the front and a puff ball in the back. And he had, like, parted it in half. And it was, like, a braid to the side in the front and a puffball in the back. And he knew me and my sister didn't like to, like, we used to get dressed, like, so much that we were at the age where, well, I wasn't, I was fine dressing like my sister. I looked just (laughs) like that little Spider-Man we had on on our Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) But she was, she didn't want to dress like me no more. So he was like, okay, I'll make y'all hair different, girl. So all he did was the total opposite. He put a puff in the front of my sister's head. And a plait in the back. Yeah. <laughs> like a little rat tail. <laughs> it was so bad. I used to hate those girl. After after that day, my sister was like. I don't know about you, but he's not touching my hair anymore.
0: <laughs> my dad used to do our hair, so, but my daddy is very heavy-handed, and I just used to be like, "Look,
1: men are." I
0: can't. My eyebrows used to be on <laughs> on my neck right. whenever
1: he would do my ponytail. <laughs> it was just not okay because they start so high up when they brush it, and then they palm come oh like God. over your forehead every Listen. time. Like they gotta catch your brows.
0: In I can honeymoon. feel it right now. Me too. About it. Like I can feel my dad's whole hand like cupping my head because my head ain't even that big. And my hands is, are
1: big. My hand is literally on my eyebrows, forehead, and hair at the same mm-hmm. time right now. Because this is how it used to be, and then they, mm-hmm. and they do it like so many times before they actually put the hair bow on it. It's like, bro, it is in your hand. Nice I promise you, weeping. Okay, when well, my dad <laughs> would do my hair, but it looked
0: cute. But I was crying. Okay, the whole time.
1: No, nah, my my dad needed some help. Chris did his daughter' hair the other like a couple weeks ago, and he sent me a picture, and he was like. I'm about to send you uh, her hairdo because I I seen this video on YouTube. I'm like, okay, he done did something spectacular because he was watching YouTube to do it. That it was three ponytails. He was like, I'm getting cold with these parts, and it actually looked nice. But if <laughs> the berets he put on her head and the, he had these crunchies that like it looked like he had like made them go up like four times, and then the ponytail was sticking out, and he put a beret on the end. I was like, ooh that baby she like it was fourth of <laughs> july who's these big old scrunchies at the top of her ponytail.
0: me and um, return shout they out try. to y'all I'm shout out to y'all it. and they be the- so
1: proud of they work which is so cute yeah even if it looks a
0: mess but i am proud of you for attempting um okay it, yeah let's go ahead and <laughs> let's get, get to, to what we're actually here for <laughs> <laughs> um all right so this time this episode we're going to I'm going to do something a little different. I think I've done this maybe once before actually. Combined digging the scene with trend watch. Yes. Because I want to discuss something that I found out was a trend but also discuss like how this even goes in relationships. Okay. So, I'm going to start with digging the scene and then I'll introduce what trend inspired this topic after that. Okay. So, Candice, yes. is it your belief that when you date someone you need to have all of your interests in common or do you think opposites attract?
1: Um, I would say to some extent I feel like opposites attract. Like I think it's cool, I mean, to be dating somebody. So I really like sports. So I like kind of like the banter of us going back and forth. Um, So I don't mind like if they like different sports teams for me but because I do like sports so much somebody not liking sports unless we have other things in common that can suck but I don't feel like we have to like like the exact same team Mm -hmm. or the exact same kind of sport I feel like as long as we're both open to enjoying it I'm cool with that
0: I don't know if I would say that like opposites attract I think they can Mm -hmm. but I do think that it's imperative that you find some common ground in your interests. Mm -hmm. Like I don't know if somebody who has completely opposite interests to me and I would like hit it off. Like what will we be doing? Like how would we
1: and I think that's hard because then you're like you gotta kinda die to yourself to actually be able to invest and enjoy. Okay, so then that's my next question. Okay.
0: If someone you're dating and maybe this is even in the early stages, like not even your boyfriend or girlfriend or anything like that. What if someone you're dating is into something that you don't like? Do you, one, tell them you don't like it, two, still support that even though it's something that you don't enjoy?
1: Um, I feel like I can be a trooper once, but if I really don't like something. <laughs> Just once? <laughs> I mean, I'm saying if I like, like, I'll go along with it, but if it's like something I really don't like, like. I don't want to suck the fun out of you being like if I don't wanna go see dog racing every Sunday, (laughs) I'm not doing that. I go once, you know, or maybe every now and then, but I'm okay with you doing stuff that you like separate from me. I don't some I feel like some stuff you conform can conform to and then there's some stuff you just really might not like, which may kinda show you what the longevity is gonna be like in your situation. Because if I know that you like going and and feeding chickens every week and I don't like being outside. (laughs) (laughs) This ain't
0: going (laughs) to work. Well, yeah, that's why I feel like... That's why I feel like maybe not opposites, but, like, I'm okay with there being some things that you have to yourself and some things that I have to myself. I don't need you to enjoy everything that I enjoy because sometimes I want to enjoy it by myself. Right. And two. I'm okay with being supported by you not participating. As long as you don't talk down on whatever it is I exactly. like or make it sound stupid. I'm okay with you not coming to a hair show because it's not your thing. Like, I don't, I'm not going to be like, oh my God, and the guy that I'm dating, did not want to come to my hair show. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm not going to be okay with, though? I'm not okay with, okay, so this is a hobby, an interest, whatever you want to call it. Birthdays. Like Mm -hmm. I'm very serious about birthdays, my birthday, somebody else's birthday, whatever. I cannot date someone who doesn't think that my birthday is important or birthdays in general are important. Like I get it that everybody doesn't like celebrating birthdays. And I'm telling you now, I cannot be with somebody who doesn't think it's important to celebrate
1: even if like you don't feel that way about your birthday understand that i'm gonna want to celebrate you i ain't gonna make you uncomfortable but you better celebrate me on mine you and yours is your business i like my birthday
0: i can't do it like i
1: i understand that too like i understand you not wanting
0: to celebrate your birthday but people who are generally just like that's not a big deal i never can get along with that because i'm such a big deal about birthdays and then i don't want to have to like censor how I celebrate you on your birthday because you don't like it I get it so I would just rather date somebody who likes birthdays because I can't like it's it's too hard for me to dial back my birthdayness like (laughs) I love it I love I love birthdays I love making people feel special on their birthday so if you don't like birthdays I'm not really sure what I'm gonna do with that because I need to I need to do it (laughs) <laughs> I love it
1: so much <laughs> I need to do
0: it. I do it makes me feel it makes me feel good to celebrate people on their birthdays so I like people who like to celebrate
1: their birthdays but anyway I will say that kind of that <clears throat> was like for me and my the last guy I dated like that was our biggest issue it's like I couldn't celebrate him and I, I was like bro, this it's so, is getting uh, like, annoying stoyling. like oh, my God, I can't tell you happy birthday. I can't tell you congratulations for something. You don't want to tell me when it's good news. You say, oh, this is just something I'm supposed to be doing. Like, he just was unhappy about so much about his life. He would not, like, be like, okay, well, I didn't get this, but at least this. Like, he not want to celebrate nothing. I was like, bro, this ain't going to work. The last job was when he, like, made me feel like, I was asking too much for us to acknowledge Christmas and wanted to. Extra- he was like, oh, "Christmas is just not." He no. was like, "Christmas just for my kids." All right, well, it, it was might nice be for your kids, you. but I don't have kids, so
0: Christmas is for me.
1: Christmas is definitely for me. And if all of your, if all your emotion and your celebration is only reserved for your kids, that's fine. But I'm not gonna try to compete with that. So we can just, and yeah, like, like that what was what the the to, that. to do with that. Right, I was like, I'm supposed to be like, oh, yeah, you're such a great, Nope. if all you want to be is 100% that, go do your thing, I ain't not, I, you can't be that with me, because that's going to, if we were to try to progress, that's going to be a struggle, and I'm not about to have no power struggle in that, that way about that, you clearly feel some type of way about holidays, and the only, he said the only reason why he celebrated, it, like, birth, birthdays, and Christmas is because he had kids but those are the only people he's willing to celebrate it for and i was like oh my gosh what a party pooper girl no. party pooper no so I, like, I need so to feel no special on my back. birthday
0: girl
1: it don't even have to Valentine's be nothing Valentine's big day. and
0: extravagant it could. i'm not a like showy person i told people like when i had that big party the mm-hmm. i wanted the party like i wanted everybody around me and people kept calling and asking me like I'm gonna bring a gift. Is there anything you want? And I'm like I
1: you to come. Don't yeah. Like
0: literally, that's all I wanted was for people to show up and have fun with me. But people brought me gifts, which was really nice. Um, I just want. I just like to feel special on my birthday and loved mm-hmm. and surrounded. You could get me one cupcake and sing me happy birthday and as long as i feel like i'm have the attention in that moment i'm gonna be like
1: oh that was so nice <laughs> me too i'm the same way i'm the exact that's how i was like this year i didn't want to do nothing crazy i just didn't want like my biggest thing because i care about my birthday so much i just did not want to be disappointed yeah yeah because i'm that's so really what it freaking controlling i'm just like listen if you ain't doing nothing at all do not ask me what i'm doing for my birthday especially if you're somebody close to me and you know, you're not going to acknowledge my birthday and no kind of, just don't ask for what I'm doing for my birthday because I don't want to be disappointed. So I would rather you not bring it up and then me be like, oh, maybe they're thinking about my birthday. And then I don't even get a birthday card from you. Don't do that. Leave me alone. Just don't talk about it at all because I don't want to be disappointed. Birthdays are important for me, especially because like my birthday gets lost in everything else that day. Like nobody has time yeah. because everybody is celebrating somebody else. That's on real. my birthday so I just I'm very sensitive about it whoever I'm with has to understand that that's an important day for me too outside of it being Valentine's Day
0: right well okay I have more questions but before I get to those questions mm-hmm. I'm gonna go to psychology today um, there's an article on here that asks do we put too much weight on shared interests when dating and I was like wow how appropriate So um, here's a part about, um, okay, wait, let me find where I was going to start reading. Oh, okay. So this is, this I felt like was interesting. Um, Generally, shared interests serve the same function that commitment does with the same two contrasting effects. For more on this, oh, well, it says, see his earlier post. They both provide a glue that maintains the relationship through tough times and gives the people in the relationship a chance to work on it, but it may also keep the relationship together long after it stopped serving its purpose of making the partners feel happy and fulfilled. Narrowing in on that second point, shared interests pose an additional danger that commitment does not. Unlike the relationship itself, you'll probably continue to have those interests after you've separated from your partner. If you both like going to see a particular genre of movie, for example, you want to keep seeing those movie after, movies after the relationship ends. But to some extent, <clears throat> the experience will remind you of your partner and it goes on and on and on. So I was not even this is not even where my mind was when I was thinking of this topic. But that's so true mm-hmm. because I have an ex like that. Like we are literally horrible for each other, but we have so much in common down to our favorite artists like oh yeah you could turn on that artist if and the songs could just shuffle like every song from his catalog catalog and we'll both know because we've done it before i know that but (laughs) but like now since we've had such a, a we had a very long and ridiculous relationship but, you know, when I listen to that artist or when I hear music that's similar to that artist, I always want to talk to him and I do not need to talk to him. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. those those common interests make me feel like if he would just X, Y, and Z, we could have really worked out like that yep. kind of stuff. And girl, oh my God, it's just a lot. Because but-
1: you do. It does kind of like you because you want to especially when you've made memories around the similarities like i feel like it, mm-hmm. every time something comes up like that you want to relive like how you felt in that moment so then you like start thinking about all your shoulda coulda would
0: yeah yeah you're
1: trying to get that feeling back so
0: yeah yeah that's it so another question mm-hmm. if
1: you're so maybe this is
0: something that maybe your partner or somebody you're dating finds interest in something that you think is wrong is that a deal breaker for you like maybe it's not necessarily illegal or anything like that just something that you don't necessarily subscribe to you don't really think it's the right thing to do or some, maybe it's just something I would never do this but you know is that a deal breaker or are you kind of like well it ain't my thing to worry about
1: I think it's situational if it's something mm-hmm. um, that Certain things can be a turn off for me that you might be into and I'm like, nah, that's a little bit too much. Like mm-hmm. so for example, um, I don't like I, I mean, I don't mind people partaking in, in, in cannabis. The the trees of <laughs> the bet. earth. Not cannabis. Um however, I also am I don't like somebody who feels the need to show that to to the world and take pictures of bags of weed <laughs> and stuff like that looking stupid. Like I just <laughs> So that, I would be like, uh, you know, maybe you're a bigger fan of this than I like, or maybe you're just irresponsible. Either way, I don't like this, so I ain't gonna do that. So something mm-hmm. like that, or if it's something that I really, like, just don't believe in, then it ain't like an agree to disagree type of thing. I am a firm believer of you gotta let people be themselves, and mm-hmm. when you are around your friends, that should be the perfect space for you to do that. So whether we are seriously dating or getting to know one another, like, if Something you do or something that you're into bothers me. Eventually, it's going to be an irritation. And you should be able to be yourself around people that don't irritate you. That's why I cut off lame lens. I was like, (laughs) you do a lot of stuff that irritates me. Your jokes are very corny. I don't really like the way you talk. (laughs) Your music selection is pretty awful. At this point, I don't think we should be friends no more. And he was like, well, I don't understand why. I said, I just really feel like you should be able to be yourself without irritating somebody. And everything you do irritates me. So we can't be friends. Yes. Is there is there another thing? Well,
0: I will say. Hold on. Let me let me say that I do agree. Like I think it is situational. There are some things that I feel like if you're interested in this, I'm gonna be like, uh, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, certain certain types of spirituality are going to give me pause. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um. Be certain. So. Certain like hobbies that include a lot of violence and it's specifically with men that to me can be a red flag Mm -hmm. not necessarily that you're going to be violent but that you are going to be excited by violence and that is scary to me for a lot of reasons most of them are personal but
1: Mm-hmm. You know, like, I don't know. That's I don't like somebody that, like, to wave around their gun all the time. You know,
0: like, girl, okay,
1: like like no this. thank you. Or, like, be always out. When we out and you, this ain't a hobby,
0: but when, <laughs> when you out and you always start in confrontation. Always
1: on some BS. No, thank <laughs> you. you not getting me shot. You got not to get day. out, sir, <clears throat> I
0: can't do it. So, yeah, just, like, stuff like that. Um, I don't necessarily like when people are very open about illegal activities, um, like, it's just whatever, it is situational. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes it's not a deal breaker as much as it is, like, an "ill." why do you like that? Right. But <laughs> but I'm going to try not to talk down on whatever it is that you like, and I'm going to let you do your thing. But if it's something that is wrong, that I just feel like I cannot do this. Like, I'm not going to even try to change your mind about it. Mm-mm, I'm just going like, to okay, let you... Yeah, I'm going to
1: let you like somebody else that is okay with this because I'm not. I would say for me, the, probably one of the biggest turnoffs is somebody who wants to argue with me about my beliefs. Now, there's a difference in us mm-hmm. having a conversation to understand one another. But if you are really like arguing and telling me that everything that I believe in is wrong, especially as it pertains to my faith and like you're not wanting to have a conversation to learn my side or to understand and to share what your thoughts are. But you're really trying to tell me that what I believe in is completely wrong. I don't want to have the to to use the energy to do that. Like I got some friends, like they'll date people who want to argue about the Bible all day long. I ain't one of them. I mean, neither. I'm, I'm oh my not, god! So. And people
0: assume that I am because my dad is a pastor, and I am very like interested in learning and and challenging my faith. But I'm not uh, so. How about gay people in the Bible? Like I don't like every want you. day, especially if you up. haven't taken the time to educate yourself. You exactly. just want to know my opinion. You just want to tell me your opinion on something,
1: like. And then if you like what well, the Bible don't talk about, blah, blah blah blah, and I give you a reference of where it talks about it, and then you still want to argue. Like I'm not doing it because at this point, you're. I don't feel like you're asking me for the sake of trying to learn what what it is that I believe in. you really just trying to prove to me that it ain't right, and I don't. So stuff like that, like if our opinions are that different and it's going to, I don't mind like going back and forth to a certain extent. I do mind like just aggressively arguing about the same thing over and over. Yes, I hate it.
0: I hate it. And I don't, especially if it's informed by any form of bigotry. Like, Mm -hmm. if you just tell, you finna tell me that you don't agree with somebody else that don't got nothing to do with you, I don't wanna hear about it. I'm sorry. Thank you. There have been plenty, more than enough conversations for you to reference why that standpoint is absolutely ridiculous. So I'm not gonna offer you any more free education. Like, I can't. And. Like, I, I, if somebody's hobby is arguing,
1: I cannot do it. And I know it's people exhausted. like that. Like, uh-huh. I love to
0: discuss and debate. And I'm like, no, you love to be annoying. That's what you're right.
1: You to do. And it's going it's to get loud. And then we're going to get mad at each other and want to get out the fun. Out we talk to each other all day. We argue about this. The same thing we argued about yesterday. And now we don't finish the conversation. And it's and something stupid that ain't got nothing to do stupid. with us. Nothing. nothing to do with us. So, Child. stuff like that, if, if we have, if our, diff, if our, Opinions are that different. I am totally okay with bowing now because I'm not yep. about to be arguing with somebody I'm today.
0: good, okay. Um,
1: okay, so
0: here comes the piece of the trend watch. I'm gonna tell you what inspired this entire topic, and okay. this is going to get interesting. Muy interesante. Um, come on here. <laughs> you no, know, I'm bilingual your Spanish
1: girl.
0: <laughs> you hear me. Um, so I was looking up some dating trends to look out for, and I found this one called eclipsing. And this is when a person adopts the interests or hobbies of someone they are dating, pretending they like them too. And it says nearly half, 48% of singles have experienced dating someone who adopted all the same interests and hobbies as them. 45% 45% of singles admitted to having done this in the past. 45% of <sighs> singles, 48% of singles. That's a lot of y'all. Be that to are be made, wrapping your identities up in somebody else. You mean to tell me you just decided you love
1: rollerblading just because you met this man that <laughs> likes skating? Huh. Them, now, now, those type of people watching it is irritating. Like, I have you ever seen somebody literally like change their whole stance in a conversation like when when people are having debates and they change their whole stance for -hmm. the conversation because somebody they like Mm -hmm. think that way so they literally like you was just on my team and you just switched up because the person you like saying something that's opposing and instead of you just standing your ground like you switch to their side I feel like people do that often and it's just like but if that ain't what you believe like what what are you saying? Like, what does that mean for y'all's conversations in the future? You gonna always just bag back and like let them tell you what you like?
0: Yep. And I'm,
1: I'm... or like yo, if you see your damn friend at horseback riding, girl. When did you start riding horses? <laughs> you don't even like animals. It so may be well, just thing, right. Though. I am
0: fully. I'm one hundred percent for people putting me on or me putting them onto something.
1: Yes, I agree. But.
0: You have to genuinely like it. Like I want you, I don't want you to like it because I like it. Don't which take is, it, yeah. I mean it's cute sometimes. Like, oh, you take a little interest in this because you know that I'm interested in it. It's I mean, cause I've uh, someone that I like. I was about to put a past tense on it and be petty. But, <laughs> they have learned a lot about something that I like. Because, because I liked it and they like mm-hmm. when I talk about it so they'll be like oh yeah because I saw that XYZ and I'm like oh that's so cute and uh-huh. same here like but it was also something that you know they were interested enough in to discuss it with me it wasn't something that they were trying to fake interest in so that I like them and vice right. versa like I'm not going to like all of a sudden just like all this stuff that you like just because you like it like if I never liked it before maybe you introduced me to something though and I was like oh wow I do enjoy doing this this is cool now we have something else in common that's something different I'm cool with that I think that's a fun thing to do like introducing yeah. me to something and or something I like it.
1: educational because I'm not always like listen my brain goes a thousand miles an hour which is why I think I'm always tired so sometimes I don't be wanting to be on stuff like that but I really like dating somebody that can teach me something I don't feel like I go to them to learn specifically but I like if somebody can put me on or teach me about something like everybody know I like ratchet podcasts. that's the type of stuff I like to listen to in my (laughs) free time outside but then I started to you know like outside of like career stuff like creative pep talk I listen to stuff like that but like my boyfriend is who put me on Joe Rogan while I don't listen to Joe Rogan as as much as he does I do have, like, an open interest for it now. Like, I'm not, like, if he's listening to it, like, cut that off. That's stupid. I don't want to hear it. Because there are a lot of very interesting topics that I've never been exposed to on that show. So mm-hmm. I'm not, like, a Joe Rogan fan, but I've downloaded a couple of episodes, and I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. And it is a lot of stuff where you can be like, okay, I could literally listen to this in passing and, like, leave knowing something new about something I just never knew about before. So I can appreciate stuff like that and pick up on it, but I would never, I I ain't into just being like, oh, I'm going to stop listening to the stuff I listen to and just listen to Joe Rogan because I want to be your your mini twin, yeah. Yeah.
0: But, 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 Mm -hmm. however, if I start, if I get to liking some stuff that you like and we break up, I'm keeping (laughs) the hobby. Oh, yes. And I'm going to introduce somebody
1: else to them. You, girl, (laughs) look. (laughs) I'm like to make playlist of, all the, um, the of all the music you put me you on. Put me on <laughs> I'm like that about food. Play with it if you want to. I yep. know this great restaurant. I used to go to this spot every week. They got these deals. And guess what? We about to start going for these deals. We're going to be in here weekly. If we see somebody I know, just take it the other way. <laughs> right. Everybody this is my night. spot now. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it I, I remember
0: dating someone and I... I'm not the most stylish person, but I,
1: girl, please, you know, you be just do I think. Mm-hmm. I really just don't really think I'm,
0: I think I'm like a an average style person. Like I've well, never thought dress, that I was like so... super stylish. Like <laughs> I think I try sometimes, but I've never <laughs> thought like, oh yeah, I'd be having the looks. Ooh, yeah. Like I never really thought that. But thank you, girl. Anyway, but I, I <laughs> there was somebody I dated that I bought. A lot of clothes for as gifts because mm-hmm. I liked to see him and stuff. That... Yes, I'm
1: that. I'm that and man.
0: um, we broke up or we don't talk no more or whatever. And he still be wearing them clothes. I'll be seeing you
1: dressed them. them. Yes, you stepped. I the did. I, I changed this whole. Ladies little sweat. appreciate it. Appreciate. And still it. be wearing them clothes. I'll be like, I bought that shirt
0: when I be seeing
1: him. <laughs> I am notorious for that, especially if I really like somebody and I don't feel like they can dress. I'm definitely about to start buying and it clothes. Was- <laughs> It wasn't even that
0: I felt like he couldn't dress. it was just that I knew that like I would see stuff and be like, Oh, that would look so good on him, and I would buy it, and it would look so good on him, and he would agree that it looked really good on him.
1: No, I'm just saying what <laughs> I'm just saying if if you can't dress, oh baby, I'm gonna help you, I'm gonna just start sliding like no. like I'm gonna start sliding like little sweaters you can't keep wearing you know like a jacket every time
0: like I don't think can't... I've ever liked somebody that I felt like couldn't
1: dress well. <clears throat> I, I really, yeah, I'm definitely like people like, that I feel like they don't always like it. Don't always be the occasion that I want them to to <laughs> have on. So like I might help you out, nudge you a little bit, or like be like, "Have you ever tried putting this on?" And I that's my subtle way of doing that. Is like. But I'm always like that. Like, I'm really big on teeth, so if I don't like your teeth, I might start asking about
0: your dating. Oh, girl, no. I'm really big on teeth, too,
1: and that ain't even a hobby. That's just a
0: thing that I'm generally attracted to, and I'm not even going to hold you if I I can't with... There's something that I can't find attractive (laughs) with, like, bad teeth. I can't. And I'm sorry, because I know some people who have bad teeth, it's really not that (laughs) hard. But... I just can't. I'm sorry. I care scared.
1: about your hygiene, brother. Are you yeah. going to the dentist? i I something to just... see about you?
0: Well, I mean, some people don't really have health. It's just a lot. So, mm-hmm. I'm not going
1: to judge nobody,
0: but at the same time, I'm not really sure about, like... You know, I like to kiss and stuff. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't know about you, yuck mouth. I don't really
0: know if I want your mouth near my mouth, Girl. but... um.
1: I'm okay. worried about, t- I, but I will say I ain't going to go too far because I got drug in my DMs last time I was talking about people not going to the dentist because people were really offended. I had just put the question, I was like, y'all really going to be going to the dentist? <laughs> I remember that. The- <laughs> 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 and people were like, it's expensive, People, everybody don't got insurance, it hurt. I was like, okay, sorry guys, but if you have full functioning insurance, it hurts because you're not going enough. go to the dentist. Yeah, y'all mm. can't keep buying these bags and stuff for your gums bad. Please stop getting veneers. <laughs> My bad, get your gums healthy before you put the fake teeth in.
0: Moneybag Yo just got a really cute set of teeth.
1: You know, I saw everybody posting about that. I don't know if I know. I feel like I get him. I didn't know with, who
0: he was with the baby. He so. dated Megan. What girl, you are tripping.
1: Are they no. not the same? like, do they look no? Like at they don't look anything alike. Okay, so it's Moneybag yo. Uh, is that the little short dude who did the song with Lizzo? No, that is the baby. Oh, so the baby is the one that everybody already liked his teeth. And then Moneybag yeah, yo, is yeah. another person. Yeah, he didn't have nice teeth
0: and he had, like, his chin was kind of inset. So I think he had... I'm, I, you think he had surgery? It looks to me Ooh. as if he has had some kind of jaw realignment as well they probably had or to do maybe some. he just got teeth that make his chin look a little more <laughs> prominent i have no idea but they do we got nice. the do
1: they no. fit his mouth
0: no they really fit his mouth they look like regular teeth like they don't look crazy at all they look very nice and okay. i love teeth so he i was must have went to
1: dr heavenly she be doing some good work
0: <laughs> she do <too. laughs> <laughs> okay wait i got uh, one more or two more uh, little article things and then we can move on Okay. Article clips. So this one is on. I didn't say where the last one was from, and I didn't close the window, and I saw so I <laughs> forgot. Um, this is from EvanMarkets dot com blog chemistry. Um, this is. Uh, he wrote something about compatibility and about how you don't have to have all your interests in common. This one says. Uh, this little, um, excerpt says. Common interests have nothing to do with compatibility. I will repeat. Common interests have nothing to do with compatibility. Compatibility is about respect first and foremost. If you like running and I don't like running, we can be perfectly happy together. As long as you don't judge me for not running and I don't stop Mm -hmm. you, try to stop you from running. It's that simple, which is very true. Although I agree. I don't think that common interests have nothing to do with compatibility. I think that hobbies in common, you don't necessarily have to have, but the two of you have to have some common interests when it comes to a relationship, whether it's just in the interest of your relationship or it's hobbies. You know what I'm saying? Mm
1: -hmm. And so
0: that's where this last article from Bustle comes in. It says nine things you should always have in common with your partner. And I thought that this was important because these are not about hobbies. These are just things that you should have in common as far as like your beliefs Um, Not necessarily your grand world beliefs, but your beliefs on how to function in a relationship. Um, So one is that you should have the same work ethic. I'm not going to read all these paragraphs, but that applies to your professional life and to your work ethic on your relationship. Like you have to, I can't date. I'm a person that believes in working on a relationship Mm -hmm. that everything is not going to be easy. And that if we, really love each other or want to love each other there are some things we're going to have to work to do well at Mm -hmm. i can't work i can't be with someone who who is like a fairy tale thinker like it doesn't work i've tried that before and i'm like way more realistic about the kind of work you're gonna have to put into a relationship and i can't do it right you have to have the same core values or have some core values in common um you know those are your your core beliefs, your foundation. about yeah, your foundation. Mm-hmm. Um, a knowledge of what compromise means, I think that is one of the most My important <laughs> ones because a lot of the time when someone is like people, we have differing views on what compromise means, and what you end up doing is you're asking your partner to sacrifice something as opposed to compromising. because mm-hmm. you're not offering anything in return for them. Like you know what I'm saying? Like you're mm-hmm. not having. They don't to feel like you're giving up the same sacri- yeah. right? So, understanding how the person views compromise, understanding how the person views sacrifice is very important, and y'all mm-hmm. need to be on the same page. Um, you need to have a mutual agreement about loyalty. Yes, and y'all Amen. need to discuss that and not assume it. And understanding of basic needs, also a discussion and not an assumption. How important the relationship is, is important and not a discussion. I mean, mm. is this discussion and not an assumption. What your five-year plan might look like. Um, yes but at the same time I think this is something that you can possibly wait on yeah. and grow into because stuff like that changes for people all the time mm-hmm. um, sometimes
1: that changes depending on who you date
0: yep yes which can get a little dicey but yes yeah. um, uh, a level of independence that is something that needs to be agreed upon between the two of y'all y'all both need to be interested in some level of independence because dependency on a person to be your everything is not healthy
1: nope and that's how you end up upset pissed all the time
0: yep and bored and Mm -hmm. burnt out just
1: like and underappreciated you start to feel that way Mm -hmm. when you because it's not equally balanced and it's kind of at that point you might be selfishly expecting a little more than they can give because you want them to be all of something for you
0: and (laughs) having everything in common is included like Mm -hmm. you cannot have some friends that you enjoy Please. doing something with other than like that. Maybe your partner doesn't enjoy because you just don't have to do everything with, the with person your that you, um And then number nine is you guys need to have in common a belief on how close you want to keep your network. If you have a partner who tells their friends everything and that bothers you, y'all need to know that that's going to bother you. If you have a partner that never talks about you, to their mm-hmm. friends like they're just super super private about everything and that bothers you you need, you to, need to say it. something yeah
1: and it don't even got to be a hard conversation like i no. feel like i've i've had people in the past before just say like i've made a mistake of repeating something that i didn't realize was like a big deal and then it blew up into this big thing and like he you know he just told me like i i told you that as my girlfriend there's some things i feel like i can tell you that i can't tell other people And it's not necessary. I'm not giving you that information for you to take action on it or to repeat it. I'm just telling you because this is our relationship type of thing. And it can be a conversation that's that simple because everybody don't feel that way. Like some people might you know take some information and be like oh like me you're telling me this to do something about it because the type of information it was. I felt like if I say that to somebody I don't necessarily need them to get in the middle of it but I would want them to protect me from what it is that I told them about, you know? So you gotta I feel like there has to be communication about situations like that and how yep. like you said, close you want the network to be. Yep. Cause some people and, and then are also, telling you certain things that they some people share things with you that they don't share with their other friends and they may mm-hmm. not want your friends to know that about them either.
0: Yep. And the and uh, in addition to that, just how close physically close you want to keep yeah. your friends because some people are very extroverted people and they need a lot of people around they will mm-hmm. always want to host a house gathering they always want to go out with their friends and all that kind of stuff and they want you to be involved in that if they're dating um if you if you guys are dating mm-hmm. um and if you are more introverted and don't really like to have everyone around all the time or you can do like once a month or something like that and your partner is offended by that then you'll want to look at you know you these are things to consider very Mm -hmm. early on Um, because
1: it can get exhausting if you i'm not the hosting type of person so if i was dating some well like hosting at my house i just i i don't like it so dating somebody who likes to do that all the time that can end up taking a lot of energy out of you because it's not something that you're naturally interested in. So I do think that stuff like that, there has to be some kind of I for me for it to be for it to be successful, it has to be something we're mutual on. Like I get along better with somebody that would prefer to like when we want to go out, we go out and then but we are totally fine with just being in the house. Like I appreciate people like that because I feel like I'm social all the time. Sometimes I just want to peel back and somebody who feels like they need to like always have people around that would be exhausting to me. And I think I would, it would make me kind of crash. Like not want to, I would mm-hmm. be the one that's not going to the stuff you host no more. <laughs> yeah. Ooh,
0: family included. Cause yes. I
1: have admittedly
0: lived a distance away from most of my extended family for most of my life. Mm-hmm. So having my cousins over every day or having like, grandparent being at my grandparent's house every single Sunday was not a thing for me no so having a lot of people around in general all the time is a lot for me but having a lot of family around is specifically a lot for me and it's not because I don't like family I love family I love having my family around but because I'm not used to it having people around comfortable enough like family like, cause having your friends around is one thing; having family around is another thing because they're that they, there's a different level of comfort there. Mm-hmm. They stay all night because they can, because they're right. your family. They, you know, you talk differently with them. They relax differently. Um, they each kind of sometimes, yeah. I, that's <laughs> what I was gonna say that you kind of feel like you have to cater to them a little differently. And some people's friends are the same way, but mm-hmm. to me, it's a, a slightly different. Um, and that's fine, but I can't do it all the time because I'm not used to it all the time. Right. So I'm not sure that I can date someone who needs that all the time. Like I need, I can't have your family coming over unannounced. I can't have people spending the night without that being the plan ahead of time. Like I Mm -hmm. can't, that's not something that I don't like having, not having control over that kind of thing. So that's something that I would like to discuss with somebody that I'm going to be dating because I'm not going to pretend to have that in common with you.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm like, not hey, going to be
0: like, yes, I love I my like family it. over every day. I don't like, don't like it.
1: No, it's, I and then it. I, I also think like, it, and this is off topic of number nine, but on topic for the conversation. I also think it's really important to, if there are things that you may have liked at one point in time in your life, but it's something that became unhealthy for you and Mm -hmm. you get with somebody that really likes to do that I think you have to express that and I think you got to be honest with yourself of if you can really deal with them because it may be something that they enjoy but it may be something that like being around that will set you back and you Mm -hmm. are getting around somebody who enjoys this in this moment so it may not necessarily be something that they want to or or are willing to give up and you got to be responsible enough with yourself to not have a setback just because you like somebody Mm mm-hmm Or you need to be responsible enough to say, I can't do this.
0: Like, Mm -hmm. this is not a relationship that I am going to be able to carry on because there are triggers here. Exactly. I didn't even think about that. But, yeah, that's very important. Um, Yeah, there's a lot of, not a lot of things, but there are some things that I feel like if a certain person that I was dating enjoyed, I would have to bow out because... I can't go back there.
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's just like, I'm not that person anymore. and Mm -hmm. You know, like, or, and you got like, you got to know your issues. That's one thing that my pastor always says, like, especially when he's doing like a relationship series, like you got to be with somebody whose stuff you can handle. And that's including like baggage that comes with that. And so like, what may not be baggage for them, that may be some of your baggage. And if y'all got the same, like it ain't a struggle for them for us, but it's a struggle for you. So like, if you're an alcoholic, you know you don't need to be going with them to the bar.
0: It's yeah. just something
1: that you're trying to work through, you know? So like, being realistic about about that, and if it's not making them a bad person, they just are at a, They are having interest in something that you just can't be around. Yeah. Especially if it's something that has gotten out of control at some point in your life. I think you mm-hmm. gotta just say, you know, I gotta bow out of this. Or, at least express what it is, and You never know. That might be something that they like, you know what? I I have control in this area, so I'm totally fine with not doing it as much and not doing it around you. You never know, but you need to say something.
0: Yeah. Yep.
1: Well, I
0: believe that was my last point for, yes, that wraps up the dig in the scene segment and also the trend watch segment for this evening episode. Because it may not be evening when you're listening. <laughs> right. But
1: we can move on. Okay, awesome. Um, on to the Rescue Me segment. So the Rescue Me segment, if this is you guys' first time listening, it is our segment of the show where we allow our listeners to participate. You can do this by writing in and emailing us and telling us a story that you may have about dating. Or if you want to record yourself, you can do that as well. Our email is save the date show. At, I was like, wow, what is that? email? Save the date, SOS at gmail.com, or you can DM us on our Instagram page and share your stories with us that way. However you want to give it to us, we are definitely available. Um, This is also an area where we will be sharing tips to help assist you in your dating process. So for this week, we are going to talk about ways to recover from a bad joke on a date. So I came up (laughs) with some of these myself, and then I also got online and did some research and I noticed, like, I clearly everybody, mind, everybody's mind must go to similar things, because I ended up finding some of the same tips on socialmetal.com, but I'll read the ones that I have first. And my very first tip is if you have told a bad joke on a date. Shut up! Like, <laughs> <laughs> shut up! Close your mouth! Process what you just said for a second. Because you probably been talking too much anyways, and you just told a bad joke. So it's If you know you took it too far, shut it up. Just give yourself time to process. Don't let it linger for too long and let it be like a fairly awkward statement. But don't get to the point where you start talking too much where you end up justifying it. And that's my second point. Don't try to justify a bad joke because sometimes you end up going down this rabbit hole that you probably like, sometimes you just gotta take the L and acknowledge like, ooh, that was a bad joke. But don't start trying to justify it and kind of like Blaming your audience for how they received it versus just owning the fact that you may have told a bad joke. Um, also recognizing social cues, so paying attention. Like you may have <laughs> say if you get invited to the dinner, you may have told a bad joke, and like the the person you're dating laughs because you know they just hoping that their family doesn't kill you, but still pay attention to the social cues, like. Um, my boss was telling me that she met her daughter's boyfriend for the first time last week. And she's a dog lover, so she has a dog. And she said the first thing the boy said is that is the ugliest dog I ever seen. (laughs) 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 And he thought she was going to laugh at it, but she was like offended by it. (laughs) So, he said that. Then she said when they got to dinner, he said that he brought it up again and was like, I mean, that is really an ugly dog. Like, if that <laughs> were my dog. <laughs> he would... let it go. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, if that were my dog, I would kick it in the face. And he thought that was funny. And she like, okay, first of all. <laughs> That's not funny.
0: Why would you say <laughs> Why? <laughs> 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 He's like, you had somebody else's Oh, my God. <laughs> that so... <laughs> is not funny at all. <clears throat> Excuse me. Especially but when I'm you talk about kicking still. her dog,
1: because people are sensitive like, about well, their dogs. Like, now,
0: if somebody told me they was going to kick my dog, I would have been like, okay, well, I mean, we, we can, can fight, fight. fight right now. Like, <laughs> if you would like to do that, we can absolutely go outside and handle this, because exactly. you will not actually, that's what you're not definitive.
1: Right, so pay attention to your environment, pay attention to social cues. If the dog greeted you at the door, this is clearly a family dog. So they're important <laughs> to someone in the home. So for you to say something uh-huh. like that's the ugliest dog and like be cracking jokes about this dog and how the dog looks, like chill. Like when they didn't laugh the first time, acknowledge that and move on. Might be a good idea. If you're actually funny, crack another joke. If this is your first time cracking jokes, just stop. Change the subject, move on to something different. Um, Don't, like I said, don't be silent for too long. excuse me however i would say give them a chance to respond like especially if you crack the bad joke via text message if you see the little bubbles coming up i feel like you should go ahead and like let the response come out before you like shoot yourself in the foot because you won't shut up (laughs) and you constantly trying to like band-aid the joke or like sometimes you just got to take the l when they don't text back because you it was probably that bad and then like you can acknowledge it and be like, oh my bad. That might have been a bad joke, whatever the right. case may be. And say it was a bad joke. I'm tired of people being like, oh, you just don't get you just That's what I'm it. saying. Like don't blame so the, the, the don't blame your audience. Just say it was a bad joke. Like I didn't regardless of if you cracked yourself up, <laughs> you can't be like, Oh, well, you just take yourself too serious. Like, no, sometimes you are just not funny. Right. Sometimes it really
0: sucks. <laughs> like that joke was not good.
1: Right and and definitely acknowledge if you realize that you said something that may be offensive because you don't know what people may may or may not. Some people I do feel like in this day and age can be overly af- offended, um, and, and super sensitive. But if that's how they feel, that's how they feel, and you can't right. take that away from them. Like you should be apologetic about it. And again, back to my first note: shut <laughs> up! Like <laughs> the the ship is sinking. <laughs> it is thinking, shut, <laughs> up, please don't be the iceberg. Just shut up, stop it, be quiet. So um if you guys want to look at some other tips, you could go on socialmetal.com. like I said, um, they definitely had some tips too they had some that were similar to mine with that's why as not justifying yourself and not blaming the audience, but like I said, paying attention to social cues, uh trying to tell another joke, laugh at yourself, that might help lighten the mood if you didn't go too far um respecting other people when you are cracking a joke and again shut up give yourself time and to process. Shutting what you're right on up. Like. Shut it up. it's all you got that'll save you a whole lot of trouble sometimes. So um if you guys want to contribute some dating tips that you may have in mind that you feel like will help be successful on a date, you can definitely send that to us. Or if you have a story that you like to share about telling a bad joke, about embarrassing yourself on a date, um probably because you was talking too much or whatever the case may be. Email us again. Like I said, save the day SOS at gmail.com or you can message us on Instagram or if you do follow us on Twitter, hit us up on Twitter and we'll go from there. And we can move on because I'm about to choke. (coughs) Jesus Christ. Cut that out, please. (coughs) I'm dying. (laughs) I'm leaving leaving
0: all of this actually. (laughs) Okay, y'all. We are, since we already combined those two sections, we're at Lessons learned. <laughs> Mail. <laughs> what? <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> I'm i so was t- <laughs> I
1: was trying not to cough again, so I was like, just keep breathing <laughs> I was up here yeah, like I one of the kids. Yes, like I was was like, "What is this?" Mama, I'm sick. <laughs> 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 I'm like, "Why is somebody panting on my phone?" <laughs> it was me, I had my tongue out my mouth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'm done. Okay.
0: Okay. Let's wrap this up. Hey, Amen. Well, <laughs> so, um, a lesson
1: that we learned about <clears throat> common interests is
0: this interest.
1: Um. Um, my lesson is, is I wouldn't necessarily say it's a lesson because it's something that I've always felt is that it is okay to date somebody that does not have the exact same likes as you. Um, having an open mind is important. But being honest about stuff that you really don't like is even more important because mm-hmm. you can find yourself miserable trying to always take the L and be the trooper. Because otherwise it's not fun because sometimes you can put yourself on the sideline about your interests when you're doing that, when you conform so much to somebody else. That they mm-hmm. stop even asking about what you're interested in because they just assume you like the same thing as them. Like, that's how you end up people going on dates and um and, and I only date men, so I can only speak from this point of view, but people going on dates and men trying to order for them because they assume that they know what they like because you've never been vocal about what you like, but you've always conformed to things they that they like. So they like end up buying you stuff that you just like, bro. Mm-hmm. I I don't like this. Oh, I found this perfect Mexican restaurant that I wanted to take you to. I'm telling my boyfriend right now. <clears throat> perfect Mexican restaurant that I want to take you to because I know you love Mexican. I'm like, no, I like margaritas. I just go because you like Mexican. My favorite food is <laughs> <Aww>. Italian. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> I didn't tell him that because I didn't want to make him feel bad. I'm but, about
0: to tell him to listen to the show.
1: <laughs> but no, For real, like just being open and honest about your interests and being realistic when somebody might be into some stuff that you really don't like Um, Or might do things that you really don't like. Because the last thing you want to do. Or I would want to do. Is to make somebody be uncomfortable being themselves.
0: Mm -hmm. That's mine. Um, My lesson is similar. But on the flip side. Do not let someone downplay your interests. Um, Because I feel like that is how you can grow a lot of insecurities. Mm -hmm. um, And start isolating yourself. Like if you can't enjoy something and be supported in enjoying it by the person that you know we you're dating about. or claims to <clears throat> care about you there's something <coughs> wrong with that like if, if every time you feel good about something they have to find a way to downplay it or you know whatever like there's that's not a good thing there's nothing mm-hmm. good about that so you should take that into consideration Um and I
1: feel like that would make you form like a resentment for them too
0: yeah <clears throat> agreed so yeah I've been there before like I don't like you can't let people do that to you because the more you let people do that to you the less certain of your own interests you become mm-hmm. and then it's kind of just like you know you don't really know who you are anymore what you like or whatever because you just kind of don't talk about it or mm-hmm. and then you you're get to always the going along with what they're and then you just lost yourself all in the relationship for no reason.
1: And be lost when the relationship is over. Because mm-hmm. you have no idea who you are anymore or what you like.
0: Right. And it's that's it. sad. <laughs> that is so sad. What was the that name of that
1: sad. club? Uh,
0: Bella No Chase. Because if you can't go to Bella No Chase, where the hell could you go?
1: Where could you go? Our friend was like, mm-hmm.
0: She said people uh fighting the club all the time. But if y'all was beefing <laughs> at that wedding, y'all should have left that at that at wedding. That
1: wedding.
0: <laughs> Period. Don't do London. She said don't come to her club shooting it up.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: because if you can't go to Belen where the hell yeah, could you go? go?
1: Girl, what what boy was that that imitated it? I think he the one who be imitating the reality TV shows. He is so funny. He is funny. <laughs> He's so good at that, too. Yes. He have all that, man. And the stuff he uses to substitute, like, what's actually in the show be making it even funnier sometimes. Crying. Like, <laughs> like I be, I be like, why would stuff? you put a crock <laughs> pot on your head? Like, why would you do that?
0: <laughs> He's so funny to me.
1: He is. Okay. Well, Well, time to wrap up the show. Mr. Rogers is about to put his other shoes back on. (laughs) (laughs) That wraps
0: up this episode (laughs) of the Save the Date podcast. Um, This is a bi-weekly podcast, so you can catch us here not next week, but next next week. Um, To have your story or questions or comments included, you can email us at save the savethodatesos at gmail.com. You can go to our profile on Anchor and leave us a voice note. You can contact us via Instagram at the Save the Date Show. Not the Save the Date Show. I'm sorry. Save the Date Show. Um, And yes, we love you guys. Thanks for interacting with us all the time. We love all the growth on our social media platform. Keep um, uh, Keep recommending us and sharing and Leaving your reviews on iTunes and all the other platforms. I love it. Thank you so much.
1: And shout out to everybody who participated on our live. That was actually really Oh, yeah. Fun.
0: That was really fun. We need to that do it really more fun. often, actually. We
1: definitely do. And we, I can tell that y'all um, came with y'all notepads. So um, we'll definitely make sure we drop some gems in there. But we're going to have fun, too, because we want y'all to be able to be interactive and enjoy um right. time with us. So all right, y'all. All right,
0: later dudes.